Welcome to episode nine of the Hoop Trends Alive podcast, aka the HRL podcast. I'm your host, DG, and I'm with the bros, DA and J Rich. What's going on, fellas? What's so, good, man? How was your week? Go ahead, D. Good so far, man. It was good so far, man. You know, I'm just ready for this draft. Um, I'm excited about it. Yeah, I feel the same. I, I'm really excited about the draft. Um, it's crazy because, like, typically I feel like you feel when basketball is over, but as of now, I feel like the NBA has done a great job of keeping us, like, in a loop, you know, of things that are going on. And then we got the NBA awards after. So it's pretty dope because, like, basketball hasn't died. <laughs> You really, you really gonna watch the NBA awards? <laughs> watch it. I'm gonna watch Travis Scott perform, bro. <laughs> okay. Of course. Uh, well, let's man. let's dive into the topics, man. First topic, um, since the, the draft is tomorrow, man, do you guys still have DeAndre Ayton as your number one pick? Absolutely. He's he's seven foot, crazy wingspan, can shoot the three, can handle the rock. I think it, it's unanimous that he has the number one pick talent. I mean, like he's. He's a monster, you know. I, I I don't have anyone else higher than him, to be honest. Yeah, I think I think I'm still good with DeAndre Ayton, number one. It's actually crazy because if you're gonna miss with a number one pick, I think it's safer to do it with a big. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, imagine imagine taking like a little guard number one that didn't pan out. That would be that would be all bad. But if you get a seven foot guy. I mean, he's bigger than Joel Embiid. The skills there, I think you you know, you got to just take him and hope he can stay healthy. Yeah, yeah, I still think he's number one pick. Um, I think Phoenix needs a big man. With Tyson Chandler, you know, basically finished in his league, they should take <laughs> they should take Aiden. I think he has the tools to help out, you know, Booker and uh, T.J. Warren. So he's definitely my number one pick for sure. Man, you love to write the the veterans off, man. It's over. Finish? Vince Carter done. Well, Tyson nah. done. That's, They're done. Ten, wait, eleven rebounds. Ten, Mello, wait, how much? How much you average ten to eleven rebounds a game? That's who Tyson. Yeah, but he's not a threat on offense. Like, who needs just rebounders? Like, I need somebody that could do a little bit on offense. Like, so for so Kenneth Freeze finish is what you're saying. Fareed got a little jumper. Nah, Fareed's Fareed's finish. <laughs> Fareed's finish. <laughs> See, I'm writing off vets that have been in the league 20 years. He's writing off I'm writing young off players who have never been, who have never been really that good in the league. He so had a decent, when you, decent Tyson, year or two. Tyson Chandler's had a good career, so that way you can extend it. But I mean, if you're just a, a marginal guy, yeah, you're done. So you you think Vince Carter should still play? Nah, I think Vince needs to be an assistant coach or in a broadcasting booth, and I think he's about three years past due on okay. that. But Tyson Chandler, I think I think he can give you another year. Another just year, my goodness. Just, I mean, as I mean, what, he, though? Dude, this is – As what, though? Let him come off the bench. As, he as can come a, off I mean, the bench for me, bro. The Cavs – I mean, you saw what Tristan did Chandler. in the finals. You, yeah, you saw what Tristan did in the finals. Uh, Tyson Chandler could definitely give you that. I mean, not in the finals, but just like against the Pacers yeah. and, the, and the Raptors, Tyson Chandler could give you that. Yeah, but see, for me, it's all about opportunity. Like, you've been in the league that long. It's time to get out and give the young guys a shot. Like, you're just <laughs> soaking hey, up spots, hey, man. Yo, get out. Hey, DG, you've been saying that for years, bro. Like, you got to get this new blood some love. <laughs> yeah, like, these dudes want to collect a check forever, like Haslam. 
Bruh, it's done. Go home. Nah, Haslam, Haslam, man. I don't know what I don't know what he did, but Pat Riley feels indebted to this dude. Udonis Haslam should be coaching an AAU team somewhere. Yeah, Nick, uh, Nick Collison. Nick Collison. He's been done. He retired. I know, but Haslam I'm saying retired. he that was like five years, five years ago he should have retired. I think he was done seven years ago. So that's what I'm I'm just talking about the old guys that like they had a good career. And I think at a certain point, they're just kind of hanging around. And I think they should, you know, retire and give the young guys a shot. But I understand they're collecting a check, so I'm not going to tell them how to get that money. But selfishly, they should retire. Let's move on to uh, Luka Doncic. Doncic? How do you say his name? Luka Doncic. Luka? You just call him Luka. Let's call him All right, let's go with Luka. I can't be disrespecting the Euro boys out here, man. Man, listen. Until he gets drafted – his name is Luca. Um, <laughs> so they got Luca going to Atlanta. Do you guys like him in Atlanta? Absolutely. Look, Euroleague is tough. People don't understand how tough it is to play in Euroleague. And as an 18-year-old, I mean 19-year-old, excuse me, winning MVP, winning the Euroleague championship, 6-7, has the tools. It's very tough to do. I think, it, to me, he, he's second He's second pick talent to me. He should be the second pick of the draft. Honestly, because okay. he does it all. I, I, I've watched, I've watched a lot of game film on Luca this past like week just to see. He has the tools to me, and at his height and size, I mean, there's an old saying, bro, you can't teach height, and he has it. He has the length, so I like Luca a lot. Um, I like Luca. I don't know if I like him in Atlanta though. Uh, my concerns with Luca, I think the skills there, I think the feels definitely there. I just think he's gonna be really slow to play the one. Can he um, dunk? Yeah, he be, he be yeah, dunking he on dunk. some people, bro. It's okay. a lot of disrespect. <laughs> yeah, he could Why dunk. Why do you even ask that? Well, I mean, when but I say dunk, though, I'm talking he's about like slow. there's athletes in the league, so I'm saying, of course, he could like dunk by himself. But I'm saying, is he like getting in the, in the lane and finishing over the top? No, nah, I don't think he necessarily has to do that, though. I think he has a lot of skill, um, and I think the I think the mid range is there. I think he has uh, some touch for floaters. Um, he could really pass it. I like him. I like him more on the wing, actually, and just kind of running, just someone you could run your offense through on the wing, as opposed to the mm-hmm. one. Um, I think the way that the league, you know, it's transitioning to like a positionless league, so. You just put him on the wing and have other ball handlers. You make him um, sound like a uh, Batum. That's what's wrong with being Batum. Batum, Batum. Yeah, I'm saying Batum had great, had some great years. Okay. I'd still take Batum on my team today. Man, I don't know uh, the difference between Batum that and Luka, shooting. Difference that between shooting Batum and Luka is that Batum that Batum could defend. Batum yeah. can defend, bro. He can, and he can yeah. shoot the three. He's a rock. not last year. Yeah. He's a glue but, guy. I like him. He can he can pass the rock. Yeah, he's a yeah yeah. yeah I, I like Batum, but I think I think Luca has a better feel than Batum. Mm-hmm. I think Luca is like to, Batum to me is more comparable like to Andre Iguodala, like a wing, you know, like a a point yeah. forward. Where I think Luca really can be a one skill wise and feel wise. Yeah. So, Luca is a dog. I, I like Luca. You know, I, I I like Luca in Memphis at four. Okay, that's where I like Luca. 
I think Atlanta should should stay athletic. If I was Atlanta, I'd take Mo Bamba number three. Yeah. Considering Sacramento takes Bagley. If Bagley's available and I'm Atlanta, I take Bagley. You take Bagley and Collins? I think he just so fit. Why you are you have John Collins Bamba? there? What is, what is Bamba? Yeah, because, what is Bamba because Collins played the five. I just want to hear your outtake. In Atlanta? Yeah. What is Bamba going to help them with? I just I want to hear your outtake on Bamba. I just think Mo Bamba, I mean, he has a lot of skill. He has a good shooting touch that I think he'll continue to develop, that wingspan. Mm-hmm. I just think he's going to be really good. In this in this era, either you're getting some elite perimeter guys or you're getting some unicorns, and I think Bamba's a unicorn. I think Bamba is, is more comparable to Porzingis. Really? Ooh, that's tough. Yo, send me the tape you fell in love with so I can see. Hey, man, I'm just telling you. Remember when I told you I watched a lot of Porzingis and people were like, nah, nah, nah. And I said, Porzingis looks like the real deal. I, I, I don't I'm recall just that, telling you I don't that about that conversation. You, you, you agreed. You like you liked Porzingis, too. I don't recall you so, saying, I don't recall yeah, you you saying like, this, though. I, you, you recall. You recall. We were talking it was the draft, and we were talking about who the Lakers should, should pick. And I said, I like Porzingis. Right. I didn't like Okafer. Okay. But I, I think um yeah, so I like I like Bamba, man. I think Moe's gonna be something. But I'll send you some stuff. All right. Okay. I'll send you some stuff. I think it, I think he was working out with Drew Hanlon and I just saw a lot of skill. I, I've seen some skill from him, but I don't I like Luca as a top five pick. I don't like him in Atlanta. They don't have the tools around him to for him to succeed. So right. if you replace Schroeder with him, I I don't know if they get any better? What tools? He's a bucket. I, I know, but you can't. You can't win by yourself. So what right. I'm saying is, in Atlanta, he can do what Schroeder did, like maybe, but that's not getting you nowhere. They don't nah. have the, the the tools around them. They don't have anybody else that can help him. So I don't think it's a good fit. It's going to be interesting with the new coaching staff in Atlanta. What kind of pace they're going to play at? Because to me, Luca needs to play in the half court. That's why I like him in Memphis. Yeah, I think Memphis I is, think a, is a, a good fit. Out style. And you could have Conley. I know you hate Mike Conley, Dwight, but you can have Conley, Luca, and a Tyreek Evans in the back. Or, or before you finish that, there. before you finish that, they could ship Conley out. That's what they could do. <laughs> That's what they could do. Just like... Conley missed the season, bro. He doesn't have much trade value. Okay. Well, shipping for shipping for a second round draft pick in twenty twenty. <laughs> you want you want that contract off Man, the books because so... he's had that Achilles problem for like a couple years now. And being that he's a six foot guard, like that's not that's not good. So I would try and get something for him now if they could. Well, I think I think you know you're worried about Conley, but if I'm the GM of the Grizzlies, I'm more worried about Chandler Parsons. <laughs> uh, worried? There's nothing to do with that. That's probably the worst contract in basketball. I mean, he's on the books for the same amount of time as Mike Conley. So yeah, but who's going to take gotta, Parsons? Chandler got to go. Man, somebody. Hey, man. Somebody will. Who's his agent? Because that's the real MVP. <laughs> that's crazy. They, they secured the bag, and he was hurt when he got it. And you know what's crazy, man? Like, before he even got that money, he only averaged 13 points a game. I'm looking at his stats. Yeah. He averaged, he was, he averaged 13 points, two assists, and four rebounds. He never got a chance to progress. He got hurt every single year, so. Yeah. The next topic, man. Colin Sexton or Trey Young? Who would you guys draft first? Colin Sexton or Trey Young? Who would you draft first? You know what? I thought about this a lot, and I think I'm going to go with Colin Sexton. Mm. Reason being, 
I don't think Trey Young is going to be able to guard anybody. And I don't know how special he is offensively. I mean, people compare him to Steph Curry. I, I don't see it. I just, I just don't see it. You didn't see it in college? Because I saw glimpses of it. No, nah, I mean, I saw, it, I saw it statistically, but not really. Man. You know, like, like Steph, Steph was a bad boy at Davidson, man. And, like, put it this way. I'll tell you a college player that I thought was better than Trey Young, just comparing in college. Sure. I thought C.J. McCull- oh. McCullum was a better college player than Trey Young. Like, just just when, when I watched C.J. McCullum, he looked like he couldn't be checked, period. Trey Young. Um, but he was also a freshman. So you got to factor in that C.J. did four years and, and Trey did one. No, nah, I mean – I mean, I get that. I get that. But I'm just telling you that the product is what the product is. Um, even going back into high school days, like watching watching Trey Young on the circuit, I never I never got that from him. I never got special. Where Colin Sexton, I'll tell you this, he's going to be the most competitive out there no matter what. Yeah. He's going to compete. So I think – I do have some concerns about Colin Sexton, though. I just – I just don't know how everything translates because he doesn't he doesn't seem to have like elite speed. He looks quick enough. Um so I don't I can't really gauge how good either of them are going to be in the NBA, but I think just in terms of my preference, I think I think Sexton's the the safer pick. Yeah, Trey Young could Yeah, Trey Young probably, you know, his comparisons to to Steph, but I just have a hard time believing there's two Steph Curry's on the planet at the same time. I just I mean, can't believe it's that. A, it's I a think, tough comparison. I think, I think he's closer to Seth Curry than Steph. I'm gonna go ahead and say I would take um, Trey Young. I like what Colin brings, but for me, it's kind of like who has the higher ceiling, and I feel like if Trey can reach. Steph status, then you I'll go for that, and it's a risk I'll take. Also, I didn't like that Colin wasn't that tall. Like he's really only six feet tall, and like you said, his speed is like he looks fast, but not the fastest on the court. And being that height, I'm that's a little a little nervous about that. And then I also read a stat that on jumpers he only shot thirty eight percent in college. So that means his jumper isn't where I would like it to be. So he has a few question marks. And for me, I, I think I would risk it on Trey Young being explosive offensively. And if he's a bust, I mean, hey, but I, I'd rather go for the the highest upside in Trey Young. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. I've seen Trey Young like this whole summer workout. And to me, it's just he's not attractive during workouts. I think that's his biggest issue. Like he's not really bouncy, you know. Shot wise, you know, he ha- he's not making shots to the level of Steph Curry. Like when you watch him, you keep hearing the Steph Curry comparison, but then when you watch, it's tough for someone to make shots to the same like caliber as Steph Curry. So, you know, he's a gamer, and that that's the like like I kind of agree with what Dwight said. Like he's selling, it might be higher, and you know you don't want to miss out on that opportunity with it with with Trey. And that's the only thing that I've been going back and forth with is because, like, during workouts, he doesn't look like the best player out there or even, like, a top like top ten pick, you know, in some aspects. But when you watch him play in the game, he's a different monster. 
you know? And it's been like that, I feel like, his whole career, even in high school. You know, like, he he was, you know, a top player, but he was always overlooked. But then he comes to Oklahoma. I mean, I have to factor in I, – I, I have to factor in Lon Kruger's system. Because of the Buddy Hill, the um, Buddy Hill effect. Mean, Here we go. Not just Buddy Hill, but, I mean, forever. Lon Kruger's had guards that just got off. Yeah. And it doesn't necessarily translate. Um, I think – I just I just have a hard time seeing see I, I also don't think Trey Young has the handle of Steph. Not not just the jumper, but I don't think he handles it as well as Steph. I don't think he finishes and has the same touch around the basket that Steph has. And then you factor in, you know, he had, he had, I think he led the nation in, in scoring and assists. So he's a ball dominant player. Steph could play off the ball very well. Yeah, but I, I think very it's well. uh the evolution of Steph. I think Steph was good when he first came in, but I think as the years went on, he's perfected his craft and gotten better and better. Exactly. Um, I mean, when he first came in the league, he wasn't shooting 10 threes a game. You know, exactly. now he does. Nah, he wasn't. You know. He wasn't. He was shooting, he was shooting like five or six, yeah. though. But, and he still shot it at 40% as a rookie, yeah. averaged 18 points. I think people forget how good Steph was as a rookie. Only thing that slowed Steph down was those ankle injuries. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't think I don't think Sexton or Trey Young will be the best point guard in it, and I'm not including Luca as a point. I think um, the kid out of Kentucky, the shy Alexander. Uh, how do you say his name? Like yeah, shy or Shay Gilgius Alexander. Yeah. I think he's gonna be all right, man. I mean, I think he's gonna be all I right. I get I get a little um, Tyreek from him, like a big point that yeah. he gets to the basket. I think yeah, he could he could be a problem. It just depends how people develop, mm-hmm. but. He definitely has the tools yeah. to be to be a good player in the league. And he's gonna have to, I mean, definitely tighten up that jumper. Shout out to Shy. That goes man. for everybody. Shout out to Shy. Okay, DA, I see you, big dog. <laughs> that's 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 my take. That's my take on it. Uh, hey, real um, quick, do you guys have any sleepers in this draft? Anybody that I was going, may go earlier going than you he, think? I'm going with Shy Alexander yes. and I'm going with Lonnie Walker, bro. Those are my I've been saying that I'm going time. with I'm going with uh two people. Well, I'm going to go with one who I, I I, just think he's been kind of anomaly. I mean, the boy been canceling workouts, but I, I would take a chance on him, man, and that's Mitchell Robinson. Bruh, bro, bro, you're stealing my stuff, bro. Can I finish my stuff? Stealing your stuff. You just went and you didn't name either of them. Bro, <laughs> bro, no lie, look. No lie, look. I have a story for you, bro. It's funny that you say that. All right, so Mitchell Robinson had a workout, a private workout at, uh, you know, at a little spot. And uh, a couple GMs are in there watching him, bro. And, like, the first couple plays of the workout, he did a pick and roll. And then, like, literally this dude's chest was, like, at the rim, dog. And people were just looking around like, yo, what's going on? Like, bro, I ain't never seen a dude have bounce like that probably since, like, DeAndre Jordan. This dude is a freak. His only issue is that he has no feel and no post touch around the basket, but – he doesn't really need that. His athleticism and uh, mobility is crazy. And then, like, it's crazy. Like, during this workout, they had him guarding, like, Trayvon Duvall off the pick and roll, too, as well, showing that. And, like, his foot speed is solid. I think I, people were drooling over him after the workout. I think, Dennis, you, you on to something, bro. I, somebody must have gave you a leak. Cause I don't know how you knew that. Cause he hasn't played. Come on, man! I've been, I've been, 
all at all. But I liked him. I like I liked him. I liked him when he was in high school, and I was shocked that he was, was signed with Western Kentucky. And then I didn't know what was something's going on at Western Kentucky. I know we don't really talk college hoops, but they they just got the other boy uh uh out of out of uh Louisiana. Da, we we know why, man. We know why. Yeah, I know why. Yeah, <laughs> we know. Um, I'm gonna go with uh Kevin Knox, man. I think I think he has all the tools needed to be a good NBA player. It's a matter of of his motor and work ethic, but. The tools, I like it. I think he can shoot the ball. He has the size, decent athlete. His handle looked okay in the workout, so I think that's somebody to look out for. I think he can make some noise given the right opportunity. Um, you know who I compare Kevin Knox to? You guys probably aren't gonna like this, but um, I think he's uh, I think he's like a Thaddeus Young. Okay, but he can shoot better than I Thaddeus. Think he's gonna be like a- that that's my question on him is is how well is he gonna shoot it? Yeah, but Thaddeus has had a, a really good career though. No, yeah, he's that's not a, a nice that's career. not a bad. You know, yeah. some people get offended by like role players, but I mean, it's always yeah. you need role players. So yeah, you got. I mean, everybody can't be a superstar, but I, I the reason why I say that is because I don't I don't know if Kevin Knox is really gonna be a three or a four. He has to be a and three. I feel like that's three. That's where Thaddeus is at. Yeah, he has to be a three though. So, he don't got the size to be a four. What about Macau? What about Macau Bridges? You think you don't like him better than Knox? Mm, I mean, I do, but you know the so, NBA so man is nope. about is about being able to have a position. So I think if Knox is a three, I think he'll be good in the league. When people don't have positions, it's it's kind of hard to see how they're gonna fit. So that's the problem with with right. that. Right, right. Hey right. Jordan, real quick, how did uh, Trayvon Duvall look? Man, bro, I ain't trying to put the man down this draft day, but, like, you remember how it was when we saw him, like, when he was in high school, the baby Kyrie comparisons, he had the handle. I don't know, man. He wasn't really knocking down shots. And then the handle and confidence doesn't look the same. I don't know if Duke really ruined his confidence, so I would have to see him in, like, more of an NBA feel. Because yeah. right now – Well, the jumper was never there. Yeah, I, I don't like it, man. You guys know I'm a big time Duke guy, man, and I, I just, I don't like it. Um, I don't like the burst. Um, I don't even like the pace that he plays with. Um, I don't like the decision making. I was watching the um, the uh, Duke North Carolina game, the first one, just the other day, and I was disgusted. Um, yeah, but he don't have no room, I think, like. He should have went somewhere where they just gave him the room to be like, you know. Man, you're playing. You're playing with. Listen, listen here. You're playing with. You're playing with four NBA players. <laughs> yeah. You got. You got Wendell Carter. You got Marvin Bagley. You got Grayson Allen, and you have Gary Trent. All are getting drafted tomorrow. All okay. And then you're the fifth guy. That's easy for you. You're a point. That's easy. No, for it's you. not. He's never that's been. A, he's never been the fifth option, option in his life. But well, the well, problem is going to be in the NBA. The problem is he can't shoot. If he could shoot, I think his whole yeah, game would yeah, be different. It would be a different. That's what I'm saying. He sh- he went to the wrong program. Exactly. No, but his problem is always going to be shooting. For him, it's if he can shoot the ball, he's athletic enough to get to the rim and finish. But the problem is, if you could back up off him, what can he do? So his problem is mainly just shooting. If he could ever fix that or make it respectable, I think he has a chance to, you know, have an NBA career. But I think without shooting, 
It's going to be tough. I think he goes in the 40s in the second round. But I just think, I mean, when you're when you're when you're old like that, you know, part of being in high school and being like a big guard and an athletic guard, you're just older than everybody. Yeah, like you're you're 19 years old. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's yeah. You can get away with that though, because you're I, you're stronger, you're more athletic. Yeah, and you have the size. I mean, he was six three. He was six three, like one ninety five yeah. in high school. That's a big guard. He like where you take rose. other <laughs> Jalen Hands. He was probably one sixty five, one seventy in high school. Man, so I just think do you want to talk about Jalen Hands? Come on, he looks no. I think he made the right decision going back to school. Yeah, he looked real okay. solid in the combine. I think he looks yeah. solid. I'm just nervous about his position. Nah. I feel like he's not a true point, and he's definitely a small two. So that's the only thing. I think, with I think that's what he's going to have to show that he could run a team. I think yeah. athletic, you know, v- vertically as an athlete, I think he's pretty elite um, yeah. vertically. But I think I think with the burst and the speed. I think that's what he's going to have to do. The other thing, I think he needs to lower his dribble a little bit, man. I feel like his you dribble have a, You ever think about yeah. that? <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. And it goes yeah. back to, I mean, you guys know what it stems from. Yeah. But I just pay attention to that now. And, I mean, if you're not going to be like a blitz, then it's important to have that, that low dribble. Um, like Kyrie. Kyrie's not a blazer. But, the, I mean, the handle's on the string. It's low. He's getting wherever he needs to go. No, but right if you're not unreal, yeah, like Russ has a high dribble, but Russ is—I mean, he's an animal, so you can't stay in front of him. Yeah, and he's like—he's a big guard too. Russ is yeah. like, you know, a small guard, so he'll have that advantage on most other point guards. Yeah, I think John Wall's like that too, though. Yeah, but he's a blazer. Yeah. I mean, you, you. I mean, when you that fast, it you don't matter. To get low, yeah. <laughs> nah, with that, I got a kid. I got a kid on my AAU team, man. He'll get a fast break. That ball might go up to his shoulders, but he's probably the fastest kid in the state of California. Yeah, and he's. I mean, he'll break a press all right hand up the sideline, blazing. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, bro. Now, with I think with the draft. With that being said, I feel like honestly, I feel like the Clippers like are going to have, like, an excellent draft. I feel like, you know, Shy Alexander is going to be there. I feel like there's a lot of sleepers that they can pick up in that section and then in that little – that area of the draft. And then I also feel like Jerry West, he's he's been making smart decisions his whole career with picks. So I just feel like it's going to be a good look for the Clips because I really like Shy a lot. I've got a chance to watch him all summer. He's, he's really six foot – six six. I mean. Sorry about that, but – and he just has a great feel for the game. And he can shoot the ball really well. That's what, what I was surprised with the most. I didn't really know he could shoot the ball like that. Because in Kentucky, you know, he, he shot the ball at a good percentage. But I never really saw him, like, you know, shoot the ball a lot. So I'm hearing he's not going to be there. I'm hearing there's a lot of teams infatuated with him yeah. early. Um, and so I think I think he might not be there for the Clips, depending on – what shakes out, but I saw a report today that uh, Michael Porter Jr. and Trey Young are both falling right now. So, you, well, you just never balling. know. 
Falling, falling, stop oh, falling. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I like Lonnie Walker. Y'all keep sleeping on this dude, bro. Athletically, he is probably the most athletic guard in the draft to me. Yeah, but being an athlete doesn't always. But he can shoot the ball really well too. That's another thing I've been impressed with. He's been shooting the ball well at workouts too. Like he's. Well, I know you were at his workout, but how's his handle? Uh, I mean, can he play in the pick and roll? Yeah, he can play in pick and roll. Yeah, he can play in pick and roll. Handles. So when you say shoot it, nothing crazy. When you say shoot it, can he be like Bradley Bill? Yeah, he has a clip. He has the potential to have a real clip. He has a clip, bro. He has a clip. That's why I feel like because Lonnie was projected twenty at one point, and now they're saying lottery for sure. Yeah, he's climbing. He's he's top fifteen. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm people. saying. Like, but he didn't have a good year in college. That's why he he was so high. But I'm saying a decent from, year. I'm saying to go from twenty and creep up like the way he's doing. I, I think teams know what time it is with him. Like, I, man, I'm telling you, he's really gifted as an athlete. But you know, I know teams are going in there bringing him in for shooting. You know, and and seeing exactly what Dennis is talking about with his handle in different situations like that, and I feel like he's been impressing them to the point where they're saying he's going to be a for sure lottery pick. And a lot of teams are saying that the Clippers are probably going to take him. I mean, he was just a freshman, so yeah. I think. I mean, you know, I think that's a, I think that's a good look. Bodes well for him. He's young, um, but you just, you just never know. But I think he, he definitely has the potential to be a good player. What if he ends up like uh, Travis Leslie or something? Wow. <laughs> he was an athlete. He could shoot a little bit. <laughs> That's the homie, bro. That's crazy. I'm saying. But, he, I mean, you know, he had that, that potential of like, oh, man, he's a, a crazy athlete. He can shoot a little bit. But Wait, you know. where, wait. What, what pick did Travis Leslie get chosen in? Uh... He was lottery, I believe, but oh, I don't remember what pick exactly. I didn't know that. But yeah, you just—I mean, you never know. That's tough. Um, any last words on the draft? Anything you want to discuss? Before yeah, let's talk. Let's talk trades. Who's gonna make the trade? Like you know, I think there's gonna be a lot of movement tomorrow. I expect Cleveland to be involved in the trade somehow with the eighth pick. Um. Yeah, but see, Cleveland can't trade. Cleveland can't trade the pick until after they make the pick, because you you have to have you can't go two years in a row without a first round pick. That's an NBA rule. So they can't trade the pick until after they make it. So it could be a situation where they have a deal in place with a team, and that team will tell them who to select. Yeah. Um, it could be something like that, or. I mean, I'm hearing they're heavily involved with Kemba Walker, and I think I think they may not even necessarily have to move the eighth pick to get Kemba. Yeah, I think they could trade a future first. Yeah, I I think Kemba's gone. I think once they uh, made that trade earlier um, with Dwight Howard, I feel like I think they're gonna move him out too, and he's due for a contract pretty soon. So I think they may ship him out. Let's discuss that trade a little bit. Um, because I started thinking about that. I started thinking, like, does this necessarily signal that they're going to trade Kemba and rebuild? Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Uh, two things. I was, you know, I came on prepared, ready to kill Mitch Kupchak because it seems like this dude just, he just can't get away from uh, Mozgov. He loves the guy. Yeah, that's his boy. You know, he gave him that money in L.A. But also, 
on the flip side, you got to remember that Kupchak was there when Dwight was in L.A. So maybe maybe he just wasn't feeling Dwight and wanted to get him up out of there. And then I read a report that the players in Charlotte hated Dwight. Yeah. Um, but it was a terrible trade either way you slice it by Mitch Kupchak. That was a horrendous trade. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't like the trade for Brooklyn, though, because I thought Brooklyn would stay young and just develop young guys. I thought Jerry Allen might step up and, you know, have himself a year. I, I do like the trade for Brooklyn. See, I don't I, because, I didn't like it because I wanted them to stay young and play the young guys. Like, I, I, The reason why I like it is because I don't think they're going to go away from their youth mo- uh, movement, but I think that um, – Dwight Howard's an expiring contract, so they'll be able to ship him, especially like at the All-Star break. You can get a first-round pick for that easy to a contender. Easy. I mean, maybe. Um, so I think maybe. it's more so of an asset for him. I mean, if you're looking, I think, I guess from the GM perspective, yes. But from the coaching perspective, that what you're going to do, bench him, not play him as much? Like, I want to give Allen all the minutes he can because he needs to develop. And now you got Dwight Howard out there, and I mean he's getting twenty seven million. You gotta you gotta play him. So, well, maybe as a GM, do, it's, think, it works I out. I think the biggest, I think the biggest GM, um, the biggest thing the GM was looking at was getting Mozgov's contract off the books, because uh, that was just a terrible contract. So, yeah, I think just to get to get him off the books um, for an expiring deal, and I think they have space for two. Two max max slots next summer. Why? Well, um, what is Moscow? Which is a big contract summer. situation? Because I need to understand that because I didn't understand this trade at all. And he getting like uh, seventeen, seventeen per or something like that. Yeah, I'll tell you right now. Yeah, Moscow was a bad deal. I remember Lakers signed him at twelve one. Like we signed Moscow. Oh man! And I remember seeing that. Like, it. why would they do that? And then they signed Dame. making sixteen million the next two seasons. Yo, just real quick, why did they sign Mozgov and Dame? <laughs> did they think that was the future? Like, <laughs> I think Mitch Kupchak was just tired, man. Like, <laughs> just, you know, like you've been on the job so long, stuff starts coming easy. It's second nature. We're not a contender. Um, yeah. Okay. That was just like, real quick. It just popped in my head. I'm just. I was wondering why they would do that, but yeah, it's cup check, man. He's, yeah, I feel for Jared Allen. What is Jared Allen thinking in this situation right now? Is he hot? I would be not nah, because I, I would be. I think. Let me see if Brooklyn owns their if they own their first pick next year. Because see, I, you're Brooklyn, thinking then da. You're thinking as a GM, you're like, okay, you know, this will happen. But as a player, you're like, I want those minutes. Now I got to battle Dwight Howard for. 30 minutes a night when before it's like, I'm going to go out there, have confidence. I know I'm going to play, you know, 30, 35 minutes a night. Now it's like, if Dwight Howard's playing good, am I going to be able to play? And yeah, so as a, player, because, because, as a player, I'm hot. No, because what I'm saying is that if they own their 2019 draft pick, then, yeah, they do. So they own it. So I think that they're going to trade Dwight Howard before the season starts. Yeah, because I keep hearing, and I've heard from players. They're going to want to have that early pick next year. So they're not going to be playing a win like that because they're not a team that's built to win. Yeah. yeah. So I think they'll start Jared Allen. I think they'll ship Dwight Howard. They could certainly sell him for a higher price than they bought him for. I think yeah. it's just an easy flip. 
But see, that's what I'm saying. You're thinking as the GM. Think as the player. As the player, you're not thinking about all that. You're thinking about, man, they just added Dwight Howard, <laughs> and now I got to fight for minutes. If they do trade before the season, cool. But until they do that, as Jared Allen's thinking, he's salty. Well, I mean, I mean, he could only be as salty as, as his game allows. I mean, if you're better than Dwight Howard, you're better than him. He's not. So if Dwight yeah, Howard but did, I mean, be prepared to be on that bench. How many centers are actually better than Dwight Howard, though? Not many. He had a great season. He had a great yeah, season. That, that's what I'm saying. State so, disrespecting him, too. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know. I mean, if they flip it, I think that'll be good for the team. Um, I think the Cavs should have just went out all out and just got Kimba and Dwight Howard. But man, they got they got Dwight Howard for two second round picks and Mozgov. So Tristan in a second round pick would have definitely got the deal done. At, at least throw Tristan it. and Mozgov's contracts are pretty much the same. Man, too. throw in Tristan and Jr. Oh, Jr.'s getting up out of there for sure. For sure. How? I don't know, man. How? Who's taking Jr.? Is he going to retire? How? Yeah, who's taking nah, Smith? I mean, <laughs> the reason why I think they'll be able to trade J.R. Smith because they're obviously gonna gonna take back salary in the deal. And Jr. is making fourteen oh, million next year. Da, are we, are we? Is this NBA two K, bro? No, nah, I'm just telling you. I mean, nah, these scenarios you, you, are crazy. So you think you think the Nets could trade Mozgov? But nah, listen, man, you said last podcast that. You can see J.R. Smith going for Melo. There's a part yes, of it deal for Melo. Yes, I can. That is absolutely ludicrous. That is one of the best <laughs> things I've out. ever OKC. heard in my life. They want, they want Melo out in OKC. It doesn't matter. And they'll save why $10 million. Would they bring J- why would they because bring Because they're going to save, they're, they're save on their luxury tax bill. Nah. If you want Melo out and he's going to opt in, yeah, and Jr. is better than a lot of guards they have on that roster in OKC. Jr. off the bench for OKC is better than Alex Sabrinas off the bench. Man, he got a start in OKC. Yeah, in OKC, Jr. is probably a starter. Mm-hmm. I, I, so yeah, I mean, they were starting George Ferguson, so. <laughs> I, I, think, I think what happens is, you know, people look at the NBA and forget the business aspect of it. Like, and if you're not a contender – like you're, you're really not a contender like that. You're gonna lower that tax bill. That's why the Hornets made the deal they made. Yeah, they took Tim, Tim, Timothy Mozgov to avoid the luxury tax. Yeah, that was an ownership move. No, definitely which business. Means it, yes, yeah, which means it could have been anybody. So there's always a business side to trades. So it's not necessarily a GM saying I'm gonna trade for Jr. because he's our missing piece. No, they're gonna try and get a contract off the books. And Jr.'s contracts, he's he's due fourteen, he's due fourteen million next year, and then he has a he has a partial guarantee the following year. So you can cut him in June. You could cut him in June and just clear clear fifteen million off your books. So I, I could see Jr. being moved, and I think that I personally believe that the Cavs know that LeBron's coming back. Hey, hey, b- hey before hey. I talk, um, let's talk about Kawhi. <laughs> He wants to leave San Antonio. So what do you guys think about him wanting to leave? Usually nobody leaves San Antonio. He'd be the first one to actually request a trade. So what do you guys think about that? I feel I feel like he wanted to slap up Tony Parker. I don't know what <laughs> Tony Parker was doing. Like he threw him completely under the bus. 
like with the statement like, yeah, you know, I have the same type of injury, you know, it's not that bad. Like what? Like that's when I really realized like that's like a real life like European move right there from him, bro. I just was shocked. Like, you know, because I, I look at Tony Parker as a leader. Like, I couldn't believe he said that. Like, obviously, they had some type of issue, you know, and I feel like with the, with his injury, he wasn't 100% and he wanted to sit out and he was getting pressured to play. And after that, he was off the situation. Kawhi seemed like a dude, you know, you know, that's very to himself. So when he tells you something, you either take it or he's going to be upset. So I don't know. I feel I feel like it had a lot to do with the Tony Parker situation and the fact that his squad was 100%. And if he would have came out there on the court, people would have said he's done. And he wasn't ready to come out there. I, yeah, I feel like um, I feel like Kawhi definitely shouldn't want to leave San Antonio. Should it? Um, shouldn't. Should not. Oh, man, I'm done with this guy, bro. I can't uh, deal with I this. Think I think San Antonio is like the best organization in basketball. And so I think Pop is a, is a player's coach. And, I mean, if your biggest gripe is that Tony Parker and Pop said you're not hurt like that, you can get over it. Um, I think a lot of stuff could be getting blown out of proportion, too, because I read that, that Kawhi showed up to Pop's wife's uh, memorial service. Yeah, he did. They've clearly, they've clearly been in contact. Um, so, yeah, they met, I don't know. We'll they met in San Diego. If you're, not, if you're really beefing like the media says – uh, the coach is not going to fly to to San Antonio. I mean, to San Diego, and they had like a meeting that looked solid. I mean, the pictures. I mean, it was a TMZ pick, but it didn't look like it looked like it was cool. You ain't going. What I really, what I really feel is like people. I feel like every year there's people that are going to be linked to wanting to play for the Lakers, and I just don't think that's the case anymore. Like, nah, I feel like Kawhi wants to play the, for LA. I think he wants to play for LA. Or a big I don't know. I don't know because Kawhi's not a guy. So let let's say everything shakes out, right? Let's just say hypothetically, like I like I said, uh, well, I, like I said before, I I think that um, from what I've been hearing and I heard from a good source, I heard that PG staying in OKC. Uh, that's a real source too that I heard that from. Oh, so really? let's say PG you heard that from you heard that from Walsh. <laughs> nah, I heard it from a. I heard it from a real source, though. Oh, Woj is a reporter, not a source. That's what you're, you, the way you said it, and the, and like. No, no, but Woj, Woj would be a reporter. So if I heard it from Woj, then you heard it from Woj. But Woj has to use sources. So let's just say yeah, the person so you're that using I Woj is source because you said that with supreme confidence. I, I'm telling you, I heard from a really good source. I can't reveal who I heard it from. I'm not telling you to reveal source. that. Yeah, I heard from a real source with inside information that Paul George is is probably staying in OKC. So, so what happens when that source is not reliable and he goes to LA? Then they're wrong. Same thing that happens with Chris Broussard. Is his credibility like ruined? Chris Broussard is the worst. Bro. Nah, nah, his nah, his credibility wouldn't be ruined because he's he's reporting. He, I mean, oh, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm there hearing. You there you go. He's reporting. Yeah, I'm, I'm hearing something that's that's real. <laughs> but that doesn't mean it that doesn't mean it has to be. Like if you tell me you're gonna be at the mall tomorrow and then you decide not to go, you I mean it was real. You told me to meet you at the mall. But uh I heard that Paul George and I and I read that too. Not only from the source, but after I heard it from the source, 
Oh. I started reading stuff oh, okay. from other people with other sources. You read that saying that. Where'd you read that from? Okay, see rumors because you like bringing up the cap. <laughs> so I just I'm trying to figure out. Who nah, this I think is. you. I think you, you. You. I think you don't read the articles. I read I the you, articles, but, but you're the reason going, why I sent you that it's not attractive when you when you told you brought up an article about the Cavs and LeBron saying that he wants to stay, and then you said no, that LeBron it came didn't from say Cavs that. So you rumors. didn't read the article. The Cavs you didn't read rumors. The it was it was called Cavs rumors because they were just quoting. They just used a quote from Brian Windhorse. That's all I was showing you was Brian Windhorse's quote. That's it. But you didn't read the article, so you got You got to actually read the material. Nah, I'm not reading. But the my point. Let me get. Look, let me get back to the point. If you a national inquirer, are you going to open it up? <laughs> yeah, but but Brian but Brian Windhorse isn't the national inquirer. But it was bro, just a quote from him. Cavs rumors on it. I'm not. Opening that was that the up. website. You got to read it. It was just Brian Windhorse who said LeBron's preference is to stay in Cleveland. I already believe that. I already know that. Like, I'm telling you, I already know that. Uh, There's nowhere for LeBron to go. Okay. He's not He's not a dumb player. He's not – Paul George and LeBron is not getting past the Warriors. He's not about to lose in the second round. Okay. And he's and he's not packing up his his uh, his family to play – There we go. With Here's James a family Harden. talk. Here's a family hey, talk. Hey, so to play, to play, back, to play back, with to, James Harden. back to Kawhi. But back, but back to Kawhi real quick. What I was saying is if Paul George stays in OKC, let's say LeBron stays in, in Cleveland, all their, their only hope is for Kawhi, right, for next year, for the Lakers to get Kawhi. But Kawhi, Kawhi doesn't talk. Like, he's not a guy that people are, are, you know, just jumping ship to play with because he doesn't, he doesn't have a relationship with anybody. So Kawhi coming to L.A. does what? Because who's going to come with them next year? If they get Kawhi, or let's, let's they say they Kawhi, don't trade for LeBron Kawhi, LeBron James is coming to LA. He's not. And if and if and if this was so true, if this was so true that Kawhi just wanted to be a Laker and he's not going to accept anything else, then why would you trade for him when you could get him that's, next summer? Right, look, that's my question. Because I heard you earlier. We we talked, you know, prior to the podcast, and we were talking about possible trade scenarios. For Kawhi to end up, you know, in a certain location, and you said that Tobias Harris and two first-round picks, eleventh and twelfth, isn't a good pickup for Kawhi. Twelfth, twelfth and thirteenth. No, yeah, that's not or a good twelfth and thirteenth. So then you're telling not me good, why is it not, not a good pick? Okay, so what are they getting? You're saying that they're getting something from Boston. You're saying that you're they're getting two top. If picks? I'm if I'm RC Buford and I'm trading Kawhi Leonard. I'm probably sending him to Boston. Yeah, but they're only giving up one first round pick for that. They're not giving up two. I don't first know. Round picks. I don't know. I don't know why. You, I don't know why you say that. Because you don't think this has been discussed. You don't think they've been on the phone. No, nah, they really haven't. All Boston, right. Boston, Boston put in. See, when you when you when you're negotiating a trade, you're going to have just some some beginning calls, and then you're going to start to negotiate. And once you get into a negotiation, they're going to see. Okay, do we really want Kawhi? There's going to be baselines established. No, nah, we're not paying that. Okay. Like Cleveland put out a call. Cleveland said Kevin Love and the eighth pick. And Cleveland walked away from there. From what I read, Cleveland walked away from there saying, we don't have the assets to trade for Kawhi. We, we're not meeting their asking price. And Kevin Love's way better than Tobias Harris. I don't care what Dwight thinks about Kevin Love. He's way better than Tobias Harris. He's better, and but he's, 
and he's on a better contract. So he's he's better, so, but I mean, by himself in Cleveland, I mean that does nothing. If LeBron leaves and Kellen's by himself, no, no. But I, I'm saying I'm saying that's fine. But what I'm saying to you is that Kevin Love in the eighth, not good enough. Tobias in the twelfth and thirteenth, not good enough. You're gonna need you're gonna need what you like. Like when the Cavs traded Kyrie, they thought they thought that they were going to have a top three pick from Brooklyn. They thought it was going to be a top three pick. And they thought Isaiah would be comparable. Yeah. And then, it, and then it turns out he's not. We know Tobias isn't Kawhi. We know that. Yeah. Nothing close. He's closer to, to Gallinari than he is Kawhi. <laughs> so I'm saying. That's a lot of that's a great thing here, bro. Yo, DA, you, I don't know have how that's to put your, you have to put that 2K controller down, man. You have to. I, I think like you this, gotta put your the controller trades down. aren't this easy. The twelfth like, and thirteenth pick for Kawhi. Yeah, absolutely. What else are they gonna That's get? Terrible. What, what, do you well, what else get? are they Tell gonna get? Tell me what get? they're gonna get. Tell me what they're gonna get. Besides, well, you, for one, you could you could probably trade Kawhi straight up for a star. First straight off, up. but no he said he wants to come to LA. It's been multiple reports saying he's coming to LA. That's Boston cool. is concerned cool. that if they did he say that. Because we haven't heard Kawhi say a word since exactly, he got in the after winning finals. Do you think, do you think that, that Kawhi – okay, let, all right. So, D, let's, let's ask DG this question since, you, since we're not going to agree. DG, do you feel like Kawhi will sign a long-term deal with the Celtics? Sure. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it depends. A lot depends on what happens. If he goes there and they win, he may sound, sign a long-term deal, but – it really depends on him. I'm not sure what he's going to do. Would teams he wants to go to that. LA. Are confident with him being long-term with the Lakers or at, or the Clippers or Boston? Well, I mean, if you read the reports, you would say L.A. But, again, it's really a personal decision. So it's going to depend on what he feels is best for him. Um, so, yeah, if he goes to Boston, they win. I think he may sign long-term, but who knows, you know? But it, it if be... you're the GM of Boston and you get you get a call and they're asking for two first-round picks, top yes. picks for Kawhi Leonard, are yes. you pulling that trigger? Yeah, I yes. should know. Yeah, right. You guys are crazy, though. Boston, <laughs> Boston's, Boston's picks at this point, Boston's picks at this point are only – only trade assets. They're not. They're not trying to build. They've already built. So they don't need to hold on to their picks. Like the Lakers need picks because they need more talent. So why didn't they do this for Kawhi then? I mean for Kyrie. Why didn't Why didn't the because Kyrie Kobe Altman? Because Kobe Altman got got. I mean, you didn't need two first round picks when you when you just sent a guy a thirty point score in the deal. Isaiah. Cleveland thought Isaiah was going to be comparable. So you got Isaiah. Look at the package on the surface, though. They sent they sent two starters, and what Cleveland to believe a top three pick. Bro, Crowder, Dan, Danny's Crowder, not giving Isaiah. that up, dog. Danny's stingy. He's not giving up two firsts. Then he doesn't want Kawhi. I know. That's what I'm saying. That's like, what I'm saying. If, yeah, I, I would risk it. Though. I'm saying to you, but I'm saying to you, taking the twelfth and the thirteenth and Tobias. Nah, I just rather let Kawhi walk. I wouldn't say let him walk, but I would definitely work to get a better package. That's a terrible package. Now, yeah, if you say I would. the 12th, first off, I don't want any long-term contracts. 
I don't I don't want you sending me anyone locked into a deal unless it's a rookie deal. So if you say to me the twelfth and thirteenth, and then maybe next year's first, well, I don't think they own next year's first. So let's say two thousand uh two thousand twenty first. So I'm getting three picks. Now we're getting closer to it. Yeah. Real, real quick, why do you think people want to go to L.A.? Because they don't got that much talent. So why, like, why do you want to go to L.A.? I don't. I don't struggle. think people really want to go to L.A. I think that's the media narrative thinking that. Yeah, it but in today's be. in today's league, L.A. is not needed. Like, Anybody LA is not needed. That, any team that LeBron goes to is going to be. Uh, LeBron's know, not going to L.A. In, like in that's high. And you act That's like high. they have no talent. They have talent around Ooh. there. Who? I like Ingram. He's young. Okay, so you like, like so you Kuzma. think yeah. you think LeBron, you think you think LeBron, Ingram, Kuzma, and uh and let's say Paul George is better than Steph, Clay, Draymond, and Katie? No, sweet. better than that Cavs team. Another That's a sweet. sweet. That's a I sweet. Think, I think it's better than that Cavs team because they're gonna get another star with it's LeBron. Not. LeBron's it's not. not coming it's there. Not. The only way I say LeBron's coming there is if two other stars come. And that's the possibility. Hey, LeBron. Yeah. Man, the only way the only way LeBron would go is if Kawhi and Paul George went. That's what I'm then saying. Then he would probably do, but I'm saying that's the only way. And that would that would mean that Kawhi goes to LA through a trade and then Paul George like, man, I'm gonna go there. And then LeBron would say, Okay, I'll I'll come to LA. But other than that, he's not going to L.A. He's not going to L.A. He's, to play with Ingram, Lonzo, Kuzma. Do you guys ever, like, do you guys ever, no way. Like, listen? If you guys ever listen to – so people have been saying LeBron was going to go to L.A. for – since last summer, right? People have been saying that since last summer. A guy who was going to go west, remember when they were talking about getting rid of the conference playoff format and they asked LeBron about that? He said, that's a terrible idea. If he was really going to the Lakers, he would be like, oh, I love it. Because now I could go to the Lakers, and I don't got to play Golden State to the finals. He said that's a terrible idea. Then he often says, I've been in the East my whole career. He's not leaving. He said he's retiring. People just aren't listening. The dude's not leaving. And there's nowhere for him to go. Yes, it's, I mean, he could go places, but he would be ring chasing. He'd have to take a pay cut as well. So I don't know if he'll do all those things. It just, it just doesn't make sense. But I, I think I think uh, it's the media narrative. So I think they say like, but we haven't heard Kawhi say anything. Yeah, I mean, then you hear that the meeting went well with him and Pop. Then Stephen A says he heard Kawhi looked him dead in his face and said, "I don't." Ah, come on, man. <laughs> Stephen A said he looked him dead in his face and said, I, I don't want to be here anymore. Stephen A hasn't got a prediction right on a player in probably like eight years, man. Yeah. That, that, dude, that dude said that LeBron is going to meet with the Warriors. When he said that, I said, this dude is – he's out of touch. I mean, maybe he's just trying to get some views, man. I mean, that's what it has to be. But LeBron going to take a meeting with the Warriors. LeBron's not even going to do that. LeBron didn't even do that when he left Miami. If LeBron was leaving Cleveland, he already would know where he's going to go. He's not sitting down taking meetings with five or six teams. He's not doing that. Yeah. He would know exactly where he wanted to go. And it would just be done, and he'd drop a letter, and that'd be it. 
Yeah, that's true. So I just I, I don't see Kawhi. And then speaking of the Lakers, Jordan, because you're sold, what what do you, what do you think the Lakers could offer the Spurs for Kawhi? Ingram. Straight up. No, and a pick. And oh, a pick man. And hey. You know that hang up people the phone. around the league, aren't you? I would like, hang up the phone right? on you. No, 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 no. Because I was hearing that Lonzo was being offered. That's not enough. They don't want exactly. Lonzo. That's what I'm the saying. Spurs. It's not enough. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah, the Ingram, Spurs, Spurs Ingram, don't want Lonzo. Exactly my point. So I'm saying Ingram, and it's going to have to include Ingram and some some other picks. And I don't understand why they would even want Lonzo because they have DeJounte Murray. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I was going to say. The Spurs are basically telling everybody that DeJounte Murray's better than Lonzo, and I agree. Yeah, that's fine. DeJounte Murray is a solid player. I like DeJounte Murray. Man, I mean, listen, I think the Lakers would have to send the Spurs Ingram, Kuzma, Lonzo, and probably their first round picks in the next couple of years. Yeah, that right. Work. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm just telling you what I, what they would have to do. That's the only way, Jordan. When we talked about work, when we talked about Kyrie going, so Kawhi is seen around the league as a better player than Kyrie. So in the Kyrie deal that the Cavs lost, they got a 30 point score a starter, and what they believe to be a top three pick for Kyrie. Uh And you think that Brandon Ingram and Kyle Kuzma, two unproven I never said the trade, did I? Did I say the trade? I said some other – and a pick. I said said several things. I didn't just say Ingram and Kuzma. I said several – But those are are two unproven guys. And picks. No. Not going to cut it. Come on, bro. DA, are you good over there, bro? I'm saying that's just so not going to cut it. Kuzma For a top five player? Aren't going to cut it. Nah. No, because what you're saying uh, is, what you're saying is picks. That means, like you said, if Kawhi goes there, then LeBron and Paul George are going there. So what are those picks? The last pick of the first round? What's it going to be? Those picks no longer hold value. <sighs> this guy's so deep. Or you can trade them to the Celtics, and you could ask for Kyrie. You can ask for Gordon Hayward, and you can get the Memphis pick and the Kings pick. And that Kings pick is definitely going to be in the top five because the Kings are going to be trash for a long time. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I mean, the Kings don't have anybody, though. The Kings could very well have the first pick of next year's draft. Because they they might blow this pick anyways this year. When you say blow Even it, what do you mean blow it? Like, I, I mean, I don't really think it's possible to blow it. I think number two is a safe spot this year. Even if they go Luka or if they go Bagley, I think they'll get some production. But still, I, I don't. You think Luka in Sacramento would be good? I don't think he's going to be good in Sacramento, but I could see Vlade taking him. That's the, so the Serbian saying, loyalty, but I think fine. So I'm saying if if Luca goes to Sacramento, I think Luca's gonna be a solid NBA player. Yeah, but I mean, look at their last. He doesn't. Justin Jackson, Harry Giles. I mean, the that Greek dude Papa Papa Laninis that got released. They're just Vlade got to go, man. Vlade got to go. 
Vlade has to go. Yeah. Okay. I don't know why he still has a job, to be honest. I don't even know who would think that would be, like, a good fit. Like, I'm looking for a GMA. What about Vlade? Like, there's nothing about Vlade that suggests he's capable of putting a championship team together. Yeah, I'm not sure how he got that job. I mean, <laughs> you know, I'm not sure. No, I'm just saying, I'm not sure what he did previously for them to consider him for that job. So I think it was just the Sacramento loyalty. From yeah. Him, you know, he he finished up on the Kings. But you might as well just give it to Chris Webber then at that but point. But they should know that. I mean, a lot of players don't make the best GMs. So that I don't know if that's a good option. They shouldn't do that. Yeah, so I mean I, I think I think they'll make a safe pick at number two. Um, but I, I feel like whoever they pick at number two, I feel like the third pick's going to be better just because it's Sacramento. <laughs> <laughs> so if they pick Luca, then Bagley's going to have the better career. If they pick Bagley, then Luca's about to be the real deal. Well, something's going wrong with Sacramento. Yeah. Just because it's Vlade. Okay. So we'll, we'll just have to see. All right, man. We ran through all the topics, man. Any last topic you guys want to discuss? Anything that um, may have caught your eye? Yeah, I just want to ask Jay Rich for his top ten picks real quick. Yo, are, get, are, are, you, guys, get, are you guys stating yours too as well? Because I, I need this bet, bro. Yeah, go ahead and go first. I'm going I'm to I'm tell you the teams. You tell me what you got. And we'll just keep it moving real quick. You ready? That's not what I'm asking. So number one. No, no, hold on. Number hold on, one, hold on, eight. Hold on, who you got? Nah, bro. Hold on real quick. I need to know I need to know are you guys participating in this? Yeah, I'm a, I'm gonna list mine off after you. And then Dwight, and then what's the bet? Hello? Yeah. We'll we'll discuss the bet later. Dwight, and then the bet is what? Yeah, we'll discuss the bet off air. All right, let's just get asking it. you for your top ten picks. Right, let's get it. All right, so my question for you, Jordan, is uh, your top ten picks, man. So Phoenix at one, who they taking? I'm going DeAndre Ayton. Okay. Kings at number two? Marvin Bagley. Atlanta at three? Luka Doncic. Memphis at four? Uh, tough, but I'm going to go Michael Porter. Dallas at five? Mubamba. Orlando at six. Uh, I'm going to go Trey Young. Chicago at seven. Uh, Macau Bridges. Cleveland at eight. Um, I honestly think they're going to trade that pick. So does, does that count? They still got to draft it. They can't trade it before they pick. Um, they need a guard, so man, I won't be surprised if they choose Shy Alexander, but <sighs> Yeah, I'm gonna call actually eight. Uh actually I'm gonna go Wendell Carter, actually. I'm gonna go eight Wendell Carter. Knicks at nine. 
Uh, I think Jan Jackson falls to nine. <laughs> Crazy. And Philly at 10? Kevin Knox at 10. Jan Jackson's going to kill me. I messed up. But, but I don't know. People saying he's hurt, bro. I don't know what his deal is. I, I really got to – I got to reassess my top ten. I'm thinking about it. And that, like, six through ten is uh, – It's tough, bro. I it's don't know. Tough. Yo, is Jaren Jackson hurt, though? Honest question, though. Is he tough? Is he hurt? Jaren Jackson? Yeah. I haven't heard of him being hurt. Who said that? Because he's, like, canceling work as a Memphis and stuff, bro. And they don't want – he no, doesn't no, want to no, do no, a medical no, he work. Didn't, he didn't cancel – he didn't cancel with Memphis. He refused to work out for Memphis. Yeah, nobody wants to go to Memphis. Yeah, Memphis has had a hard time getting getting prospects in there. So, I think they're comfortable trading that pick. And I, I could see them trading. The Bulls – I just read a report before we hopped on the pod that, that the Bulls are um, looking to move up. And they're in talks with Memphis. And they want Mo Bamba. The Bulls want Mo Bamba. Mm. Mo 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 Bamba and marketing is kind of tough. Yeah, that's tough. And I heard Michael Porter Jr. is sliding all the way down. Somebody asked him if he would consider sitting out next year. Sitting out? You're getting those kind of yes. Sitting out, and he said, "Why?" Well, he said I, his answer was, I wouldn't want to do that, but if the team thinks it's best, then, you know, I'd have to I'd have to listen to him. I mean, is his health so that bad? No one really knows because no one's seen them. I mean, I mean, they have. The teams have. But, I mean, the public, we, we don't know what's in his medical. But, I mean, back surgery is a red flag. You think about back injuries, um, those have historically gone pretty bad. All right, go ahead. Go ahead, Dennis. I'm going to go with uh, eight and number one. Sacramento, I think they are going to go with Luka. Mm. Okay, go ahead. I think they're going to go with Luka. I think Atlanta will go with uh, Bagley if he's still there. Memphis, I think they're going to trade. Yeah, I but it doesn't gonna... count. But still say, go ahead and say Jaron Jackson. No, they're not going to draft Jaron Jackson. There's no way. All right, then go ahead. Um, so I think Memphis trades out. Um, let's say Chicago goes there. Chicago will take Mo Bamba. So four is um, Mo Bamba. Okay. Then fifth, I could see uh, if Dallas still has it in that scenario, I could see them taking Michael Porter. Orlando. I got them taking the point guard, but I wouldn't be surprised. I know you said Trey Young. I wouldn't be surprised if it's Shea or Colin Sexton or Trey. It's going to be one of those three, point guard. Um, seven would then be Memphis. I think they would take Wendell Carter. Um, and then uh, – Who's taking Wendell? Seven would be Memphis. I have Memphis and Chicago trading. Oh, Okay. Yeah, so I have I have that, um, and then uh, at eight, I'm gonna go with the Cavs trading that pick. So I think they 
they would take the other guard who hadn't been selected. So either Trey, Colin, or Shy. Mm-hmm. Then nine in New York, I have them taking Macau Bridges, and I have Philly taking Kevin Knox at 10. Dang, Jaron Jackson's going to 11? Nah, didn't I have Jaron Jackson going? Nah. <laughs> Let's get it. Hey, you out. It's, your nah, time I have Jaron ja- Jackson going before that. Nah, bro. You can't change it up, big dog. Hey. I might have no, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not changing up. I got Jaron Jackson going top five. You didn't say that though. Yeah, I might have messed up when I said the three guards. So I'll, I'll take, I'll take Jaron Jackson at five. Nah, bro. You said your picks. You can't change up. I just changed it. I just changed it. (laughs) (laughs) You're telling me I. You're telling me I can't. I mean, I did it off the top of my head. I'm just, I just. Yo, you wouldn't have said nothing if I wouldn't have said anything, bro. I thought I had him going. Yeah, sounds good. But I, it was when I when Ooh, I traded the pick. That boy in the front, hey, bro, this dude, bro, that dude. <laughs> when I traded the picks, Jaron Jackson's not falling out the top five, in my opinion. Yeah. Okay. And six through ten, I, those were just I'm just throwing darts at six through ten. Yeah. I see, you didn't have Jaron Jackson in the top. I got him five. Jerry yeah, okay. Jackson's going top five. Nah, you didn't say that. All right, so then who's out then? You got to change the pedal. I just what? said it. I just said it. All right, bro. So I'm saying to you that I got Jaron Jackson going going top five to All Dallas. Right. All right. Can you What's confusing it? is if Memphis trades that pick. Memphis is not drafting Jaron Jackson. They can't. They have nothing on them. Yeah, so I got – Phoenix taking Aiden. I got the Kings taking Bagley. I got the Hawks taking Mo Bamba. I got Luca going to Memphis. I got the Mavs taking um, Michael Porter Jr. I got Orlando taking... Um... Seven, I think they'll take Jaron Jackson. At so eight. you have no trades? I mean, I'm not going to factor in trades because it's going to be too difficult because everybody can trade. So I'm just going off the team, um, what they should take. If we factor in trade, anything can happen. And that's going to they, – they said there's seven well, teams I, I interested in, in uh, Dallas' trade. Trading up. So, yeah. That's like that's too hard to, to determine, so I didn't factor in the trades. Um, for Cleveland, I got them taking Sexton. Um, the next, I think they're going to take Knox, but I'm not sure. And ten is tough. I was I'm looking at ten, and I don't know what they're going to do with that pick. They just paid uh, what's his name, the shooter Covington. Covington, Covington. and I don't know what they're gonna do with Reddick. They got Simmons and Embiid, so it's tough to figure out what they're gonna do with that pick. I've read a lot about Mikael Bridges, but I don't, I don't know. I think they're, I think they're serious about Bridges and Knox, 
Matter of fact, I think I, I think Kevin Knox was there today for another workout. That's crazy. And, this and dude it, changed his pick. That's all I'm thinking about. Who, me? Yeah, that's crazy. I was just going <laughs> off the top because I was This dude didn't have Jaron Jackson in the top ten. That's because I was I was factoring trades. You guys aren't factoring trades, but there's going to be some trades. Yeah, there will be some trades. It's just, for instance, if Memphis trades with a team that's outside the top ten, the whole draft could change. So that's why it's hard to factor in the trade. Yeah, I don't, I don't think Memphis could trade with a team outside the top ten because I think that's going to require someone taking um, Chandler's contract. And I can't see people doing that. But <laughs> they might to trade down. They might from four to seven, like the Bulls. The Bulls have another pick that they can that they can trade. Um, but I don't think they're going to do that. I think the Bulls. The, well, I know the Bulls promised somebody at twenty-two. So I don't think they'll trade that. And from what I heard, it's Chandler Hutchinson from Boise State. But who knows how true that is? Yeah. Um, I, I can see the Bulls trading up. I could see, I could see a lot of teams trading up because people are very high on Mobamba, and I think what's making people even more so high on Mobamba is the fact that the Celtics want Mobamba, and Danny Ainge is looking like, you know, the next person to imitate. So anything his name is attached to, the other GMs are on it, mm-hmm. and I don't think the Celtics will trade to get Mobamba. But I could be surprised. I mean, we just have to see. Okay, well. So you had Porter going to Dallas and yours, Dwight? Yeah. Okay. I think, uh, I mean, they need some help on the wing. I don't don't know about Porter to Dallas because they're really sold on Harrison Barnes. Harrison Barnes is what? They love Harrison Barnes at the three. He's their leading scorer. It's not going to get it done. It's not, but I think, <laughs> I think they're focused on a center. And I, I, I think at this they would want Mobamba, but I don't think he's going to drop. That's only a problem. I think, they would be, I think they would be happy with Jaron Jackson, too. But he's a power forward. He's both. He's 6'11", 240. I guess I mean nowadays, yeah, you can't get away with that. And he and he's the best shot blocker. He's actually the better shot blocker, statistically. Yeah, real quick, how do you think uh Norlin's Noel's feeling if they take Jaron Jackson? <laughs> uh he's a free agent. He's unrestricted. <laughs> this dude oh, man. Yeah. Dennis, if he's yeah, it's that's that's a sad situation. Who, Nerlens? <laughs> Yeah, he passed up on the yeah. big bread. Sick. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Nerland, Nerland's unrestricted. Free we might be out the league. Nah, nah. I think there's a lot of teams. I would sign Nerland's. To what? For sure. The mid level. Mid, as in. The mid level contract. The mid level exception. Okay. That's what I would sign him. I mean, you got. I think I think he could play for a lot of teams, and he's so young. No, he's still is young. It's just yeah. that he had such a terrible couple of years in Dallas. I thought he played well when he first got there, and then he just turned down the money. And then this year, he didn't play. Yeah, he 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 had he played okay at the end of the year. Yeah, you're right. 
And then this year, he didn't get no playing time, and then he had that broken thumb or something. Yeah. Uh, let, me, let me recap that because um, Jordan's going to uh, – Jordan's going to um, try and change the narrative. So, yes, clearly I have – and this is factoring in the trades. So we're going eight and one. All right. I'm going – I really want Sacramento to take Bagley, but I just I just don't trust Vlade. I think he'll take Luka two, Bagley three. Uh, Memphis trades down at four, but I do like your point, Dwight. If Memphis keeps the pick and and Luka's there, I think they take Luka. Um, but I think they trade down. I think someone trades up at four to get Bamba. I have Dallas taking Jaron Jackson. I think Dallas is fine with Bamba or Jaron Jackson. And I just was reading up on Jaron Jackson's uh, workout with the Mavs. Um, six, I got Orlando taking the point guard. Trey Young, Sexton, R. R. Shy. Um, Memphis trading down to seven with Chicago. I got them taking Wendell. I got Cleveland taking Porter. I got the Knicks taking Bridges and Philly taking Knox. You got that, nah, Rich? bro. You change, bro. You keep your pick. I, you I, keep what you said. Jan Jackson was the only, out. The only, he was the, out. Uh, yeah, that was just a, that was just a mistake. So there's my picks. This is crazy. We're ready to be changed. Hey, da, da, wasn't What's Dallas that? playing Harrison Barnes at the four spot? Uh, did they play him at the four? I thought so because they were playing Wesley Matthews and they were starting Vincent Junior. and uh, dog. this is a clown. And the other point guard Yogi. I think they were starting Yogi for a while, but everybody was hurt. Remember, Seth was hurt. Yeah, Wesley. So was I'm hurt saying, if Seth come back, they'll play, they'll start Dennis Smith Jr., Seth Curry, Wesley Matthews, Harrison. You gonna bench Wesley? He getting a lot of money. Nah, because Wesley's a free agent. He is this year. Yeah, West. Yeah, West a free agent. Dang, yes, that sir. contract is up. Up. Mm. Up. I think he gets the mid-level from a contender, too. Nah, this is saying that he's getting 18. Next year? 2018-19. I could have sworn he was a free agent this year. 27-2018, he got 17-8, and then 2018-2019 is 18-6. He, oh, he exercised. Is it guaranteed, or is it option? Yeah, he exercised his player option Monday, April 30th. Oh, okay, okay. That's why. I, I thought he was going to opt out, maybe. Okay, so Wes is there. Um, yeah, I don't see them playing Harrison at the four. So, do you, I don't do see you bench Wesley then? I mean, what do you what do you do with Wesley? It's a lot of money to be on the you bench. You could start him, or Seth could be on the bench. I mean, it's it's not they're not a, a really talented team like that. I think they, so. I think mean, you can ship him out too. Expiring contracts. Yep. Yeah, you can ship him out. I think they're going to take a center because um, this is Dirk's last year, regardless. Yeah. So I think they'll I think they'll take a young center that they believe in, especially if it's Bamba. Yeah. And if they do get Bamba, he's starting. Yeah. And we know Dirk's starting. I don't mean to be disrespectful, but Dirk, <laughs> he should have been done a couple of years ago, man. Just just being honest, like when I see him run, it looks painful. So. <laughs> I, I think he said retired a couple years ago, but I know 
he loves the game and he's still trying to play. But again, he's still in the roster spot for a young guy. So he is, man. He is. He said, I saw a quote that he released. I think yesterday he said his body feels fifty, but his mind feels thirty. And he said, if you average it out, he's forty, something like that. Yes. Some quote. So he so he knows he's done. But I think he just wanted to hit that twenty year mark. Yeah. Sure. And that I mean that's cool and all, but it goes back know. to the young blood. Yeah, man, give somebody a chance. And he he can still score the ball, but he's a liability on every other Did he crack top game. five yet? Or is he still six? I think he's six. All time scoring. Um maybe. I don't know. Did LeBron pass him? Nah, not yet, but he's going to. I want to say LeBron's like 200 or 300 points behind him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I said, he had a great career, but it's time to hang it up. Man, there's been a lot of comparisons of KD and Dirk, and I think it's disrespect. No way. Yeah, Dirk is six right now, but he should probably pass Wilt this year. He's like two, two fifty or so behind Will. And LeBron seventh. Yeah, LeBron seventh. He's uh he's about one hundred fifty behind Dirk. Yeah, so Dirk's gonna retire in sixth. Yeah. Yeah. But by that time, I think KD will probably pass him up if he stays healthy. Yeah, yeah, KD, KD should be a top five scorer. All the time. I don't know them, man. KD be worrying me sometimes. He be have, he be sounding like he has the uh, some problems. You say he might retire yeah. at thirty five, and they don't really love basketball like that. And well, he loves basketball, I guess, but he don't like everything around basketball right now. So I don't know what it's not to like. He said he was going to Golden State because it made him happy. Did you notice that though? Like he didn't really seem happy. I said that. I don't know who I was talking to, but I said that. I was like, he doesn't seem like he enjoys it. Like, he's winning, yeah. but he said winning's not everything. So it's yeah. like, what are you playing for if winning is not, you know, yeah, everything? It's not the money. It's not winning. I think he's just lost, man. I think what he's going to – I think I think he's going to end up leaving Golden State and then saying he's happy somewhere. Like, I think he can't take the – the negative fee. You know, he keeps saying how much he doesn't care what people say. But he but does. I, yeah, I don't believe that. I, I think that's just there, – there's no way. Like, you had a burner Twitter account. There's just too many things that suggest you do care about what people say. Yeah. And that doesn't go away. That's just who you are. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. So, that's true. But, all right, man, this is the end of the episode. We done recapped everything. We'll uh, meet up next week and discuss the draft. Jay Rich, remember my picks. You said I changed I, it. it don't I, matter. I've heard three that different. I've heard three different picks. scenarios. That's crazy. Nah, because you nah, made a mistake two, and you changed. I changed it. I made a mistake and I fixed it, just like you did when you said that. Uh, when you said that, um, what you call it was going to be a factor against Houston, Javale McGee. Then you switched it up and said, <laughs> <laughs> "Here you go." Exactly. We all get a mulligan. Right, we all so get a mulligan. Can I change? I can change mine then. Go ahead. 
the draft's tomorrow. So, I mean, what, it's still, you still got your picks before tomorrow. Go ahead. Change them up. So, all right. So, my first one is DeAndre Aiden. Okay. <laughs> Two, Marvin Bagley. Three, Luka Doncic. Four, I'm going to go Michael Porter. Five, I'm going to go Mubamba. Six, I'm going to go Trey Young. Seven, I'm going to go probably Jan Jackson. Eight, I'm going to go Wendell Carter. Nine, I'm going to go... Macau Bridges. And 10, I'm going to go Kevin Knox. Okay. All right, we'll see. Okay. We'll see tomorrow. We shall see. The draft is tomorrow. Tune in. All right, fellas. Have a good one. All right, big dog. Yes, sir. All right. All right, y'all.